I'm Emma. I'm Shannon. Welcome to this podcast that doesn't exist. <laughs> Before we started recording, Shannon had to uh, relieve herself of her inner turmoil and just scream into my basement void. <laughs> Yeah, we just need to scream into the void. I mean, yes. Ooh. Do you remember when we had, was it was it called Scream Night yes. at Sweetbriar? Yeah, right before finals week. Yeah, where we'd sit in the Dell and scream. Was it the Dell? No, it was, you would go to the the steps of the chapel. That's what, yeah. And there were snacks. I only ever did it, I did it freshman year. After yeah. That, I didn't do it. And then when the bell, the bell tower on campus started striking 10 you would just scream until it stopped and then once it stopped everyone would run and try and get snacks but the rules were no bags no boyfriends so you had to wear a giant t-shirt to like get all or like a hoodie with pockets and whatever you could carry you would take and i know this because there was like an academic affairs committee mm-hmm. and I was the theater representative for like two years. Yeah. And so we would all, we would set it up, which meant we got like two drinks and two snacks like as freebies, but we couldn't participate. Oh. Or if we did, we would have to stand with stand, everyone else because yeah. we stood like Fairly behind close. the snacks yeah. to be like the, the guardians of like, ah, yeah, leave that boy back there. He cannot help you. He does not go here. That's the one thing about going to an all-women's college, which I really enjoyed, was the minute you saw a man on campus who wasn't a professor, you were who like, do you belong who to? do you belong to? Who, like, whose are you, truly? Yeah. Because you're not supposed to be here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when we went, I think that was very much the case. Yeah. Fortunately, they have gotten more accepting in terms of, like, non-binary... And transgender and trans students. students. So, that is... From my impression, not the case anymore, which is great. Cool. I mean, still, if I saw a gentleman that looked shifty or lost, I would go up to them and be like, "Hi, hi, are you lost? Whose are you? Who, who, who is responsible for your behavior on campus? Truly. I mean, you, but also, but yeah. Whose name did you sign in under? Anyway. Anyway, who <laughs> you know who we are? Oh yeah, we're two best friends who like to talk about everything, obviously. Clearly. Uh, but for specifically this podcast, it is the unsolved, the mysterious, the spooky ooky if you're me, the not so spooky ooky, usually historical if you are Shannon. But if you want to hear more, go to our website at this podcast doesn't exist.com. .com and there you can find our bingo card where you can check off a college story cuz that's just, already happened. We just gave you one. It's a fun You're time. You're absolutely welcome. You can also find all of our social media handles. We've got transcripts. We've got TikToks. We've got YouTube. We've got all the things you could ever want except real merch. We talk about it a lot, but the merch, the merch like this podcast doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. <laughs> You probably won't for a while. We're y'all. so clever. Ah, oh, the oh. cleverness of me. You're so funny. Anyway, today I've got a story for you. I hope so. Yeah, I do. That'd be awkward if it was That'd just us awkward. talking for 45 minutes about nothing. I mean, that already happens, but not usually recorded. Yeah. Do you remember the last time we were in Mexico on this podcast? No. La Isla de las Muñecas? Okay, I promise it's not a doll. Except it's kind of a doll. 
Wait. I think I know. I think you know, too. So today we're going to talk about La Pascualita. <laughs> I love that you're like, Shannon doesn't speak Spanish. I'm going to keep the suspense <laughs> going. All right. So on a busy corner of Chihuahua, Mexico, where Ocampo and Victoria streets meet, sits the bridal shop, La Popular. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, she knows. Mm-hmm. She knows where we're going. The <laughs> shop has been on this street for almost a hundred years, initially owned by Pascuala Esparza Perales de Perez in the late 20s. Senora Esparza was known for creating beautiful wedding gowns, and many would covet her creations. Senora Esparza was especially excited in 1930 when her only daughter, Jonita, was engaged to be married. Unfortunately, it was not to be. On her wedding day, Jonita was putting on her bridal crown when she was stung, either by a scorpion or a black widow spider, stories differ. Regardless, the venom from the insect was too much for her body to take, and she died without ever having become a bride. The community knew that Senora Esparza was heartbroken, losing her only daughter on the day that was supposed to be her happiest. Senora Esparza pushed forward with her business, determined to work through it, and put up a new mannequin in her shop window on March 25, 1930, to display the new spring-summer wedding fashion she was working on. Much to everyone's surprise, however, the mannequin looked familiar. I do love that you know what this is. <laughs> I, yes, I have watched the BuzzFeed Unsolved video. Yeah. I've seen TikToks. I've thought about doing this for the podcast. So yeah, I'm not creeped out because I, great. at least I think I know some of what's happening. Great. There's, there's always a possibility that I could be spooked. I mean, we'll find out. The tall, waxen-looking figure stood in white in the largest front window of La Popular and intrigued passers-by. Her face, though in full makeup and smiling softly, looked very like Chonita. Inspecting closer, people noticed the hands were wrinkled and very lifelike, unlike any mannequin they had ever seen. Truly, realistically disgusting. Like, I do not like them at all. I don't. The hair on its head was all real, the eyelashes impossibly long around its glass eyes. The uncanny valley of it all made people question Senora Esparza. Was that her daughter in the window, embalmed and a bride for all time? Senora Esparza denied it, but the legend persisted and people could not get past the idea that the mannequin was just too much like Chonita. They started to call her La Pascualita, or Little Pascuala, Senora Esparza's first name. Um, this may have been an attempt to like not poke the mama bear and be like, it's Jonita, and rather like call it like, it looks like you. Mm. Um, or the name could have come later as an explanation of the resemblance, but in any case, that is what she's referred to as now. The story never dissipated, only becoming more and more supported with every person who passed and remarked on the incredibly detailed hands or the lifelike smile and clearly natural hair on the mannequin, only noticing the gorgeous gown she was displaying secondary to her form. Senora Esparza denied the rumors that this mannequin was her carefully preserved daughter until her own death in 1967. The shop continued on, however, as a bridal shop 
and La Pascualita maintains her position in the window. Mm. Or does she? Oh. So once Senora Esparza passed away, employees in the shop started to experience strange things. Oh, no. Yeah. Particularly when they neared La Pascualita or were in the shop alone. Uh-uh. I would never, with, gen- like with mannequins in general, I would never want to be alone. In a, in a shop. It's literally the first episode of the Doctor Who... Revival. 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 <laughs> that's not what it is, but yes. I was going to say reboot, but... Like, I think that's technically what it is. Okay. But I, I didn't want to imply that they were, like, trying to over... Like, erase. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, I feel like I some understood. reboots, they're like, that previous thing doesn't exist. Yeah. No. But, I, I I think my mind went revival because of every musical theater thing. Yeah. But, I love Christopher Eccleston. I know, so cute. So, lights flicker and turn off. The feeling of eyes follow you around the no. shop. Mm-mm. And La Pascualita has been seen walking the hallways of the building at night. I gotta go. Yeah. The mannequin has also been seen by some to smile, sweat, cry, or even move slightly when she thought no one would notice. I mean, same. <laughs> what? To which of those? <laughs> this cry. Sweat. sweat smile. smile. <laughs> Bare teeth. <laughs> the mannequin's dress is changed twice a week, and one employee is in charge a of it. A week? This. Twice a week. Dang. She gets a new dress twice a week. Meanwhile, that one store down on the main drag in Lynchburg has, like, the same oh my yellow gosh. prom dress. <laughs> yes. It's literally been the same thing for like maybe I don't know. Eight, or it's been it a minute feels since like, we've been. Yeah, it feels like it's been there. the same thing for ages. Yeah, so she gets a new dress twice a week, and only one employee is in charge of this. No one can come near La Pascualita when she is being changed, and the and one employee who was once in charge of this told a local news outlet, "quote Every time I go near La Pascualita, my hands break out in a sweat." Her hands are very realistic, and she even has varicose veins on her legs. I believe she's a real person. End quote. Okay. Well, I was going to say, if you are changing her dress, wouldn't it be obvious if she has certain body anatomy that a mannequin wouldn't have? But I guess maybe she's wearing, like, under things. Maybe. So you wouldn't... You maybe, know what I mean? Like, maybe wouldn't it be really like, obvious? Like, even if the hands are real, you know? Like, sometimes you see a mannequin where it has, like, a realistic face, but then when they take the clothes off, it's just like, I don't have a belly button. Like, I'm Kyle XY. Wow. <laughs> That's a deep cut. Wow. You're welcome. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know. It hasn't yeah. been I mean, like, I feel explained. like they would have said something. Yeah. They, I don't know. Well... Not everyone believes that this mannequin is the corpse bride. Mm-hmm. Some think that Senora Esparza was telling the truth. This wasn't her daughter, just an uncanny likeness, and that after her death, Senora Esparza's spirit inhabited the mannequin and hasn't left. <laughs> she was like, you know what? F you. <laughs> you want it to be creepy? I make it creepy. Bet. Well, this would seemingly explain the ghostly occurrences of the lights and the sightings, um, and the original owner could then keep a keen eye on the business that she started. 
be like, are you, are you doing good? Oh, God. <laughs> Shannon's doing a very jerky head movement. <laughs> I don't like it at all. It's like in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, you know, the like, what do you see? You, you people gazing at me. I used to try and do that. She did it in one take. I know. It's just incredible. But I, I would practice that when I was a kid. Yeah, of course you did. And I could never, because, I mean, you took ballet with me. I can't coordinate my limbs. So. <laughs> arabesque, Emma. <laughs> I can't, left arabesque means nothing to me, madam. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. What was her name? I forget every time. It started with an M. Mm-hmm. Madame something. But I just remember calling her madame. Yeah. I just. <laughs> I just I, I no pay in third position. No Cur- pay curls into the fetal position. <laughs> no pay. Um, yeah, I couldn't for the life of me get my legs and arms to no. You're a be corrected. You're so. a muppet. Okay, but here's my follow up question. Okay, if you were to encounter a sentient mannequin, oh god. Okay. Would you, to me, I would rather have it be jerky because then it's obvious that it's not humanoid. Like it's not a person. It's just or would Chuck you e. rather, Cheese. would you rather have it be like fluid movements? Hello, Emma. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like that's more terrifying to have something go from static and like frozen to like. I think for me, like, yes, that part is creepy. Like to, if it was super fluid movement. Yes, that is much more terrifying than the jerky movement. But I think the jerky movement would lull me into a sense of, oh, I must be seeing things, which is then scarier to me. Mm. Because then it it would be the unexpected. Mm. Whereas, like, I feel like I would know based on the fluid movements of something what, like, I'd be able to predict something. So, I don't know. Either way, I am not a fan. So I would prefer no... That wasn't an option. I don't care. <laughs> I would pr- no pay, no, no pay, pay in third, third please. Position. That was that is what <laughs> I would prefer. There was also a story that went around that La Pascualita was neither of these things. Instead, a French magician had come to Chihuahua and was captivated by the mannequin in the window of La Popular. He would come every night he was in Mexico to her window, bring her to life and wander the streets and dance with her until morning, where he would bring her back to her window. Speaking of ballet. Yeah, it sweet, but super creepy. Um, but for some, this then explains the mannequin's lifelike appearance that isn't connected to Chonito. What's or, the name of that ballet? Capellia, I think? Where the puppet becomes alive. Yeah. Yeah, where it's like essentially Pinocchio, but as an opera. Uh, I guess. But he falls in love with the doll. Yeah. For all our ballet fans out there. Right. If you felt if you felt like you were being left out with all of our musical references, there you go. We are cultured humans. Yeah. Regardless of the reality of her origins, La Pascualita is believed to be good luck by some. Oh. Brides who come into the shop will often choose whatever dress is on La Pascualita. Oh, no. Since it can guarantee a long and happy marriage. Mm. Others treat her as a kind of saint, bringing candles to her window and praying for her help to find the love of their life. Oh, I gotta go to Mexico. Right? Gotta go (laughs) novena candle it up. (laughs) I bring my candle of, like, 
Meryl Streep, Dolly Parton. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. Those who don't believe in La Pascualita's supernatural love powers often avoid walking past the store at night, which I feel like is a good... (laughs) Yeah, that feels like a good tactic. Some women who enter the shop have attacked the mannequin. Oh. And then I wrote, without prompting, but I don't know why. (laughs) Like, she doesn't prompt them to do it. Like, she didn't move. She didn't move. She was not (laughs) asking for it. She did not engage in battle. No, she didn't do, like, one jerky movement. Like, come on. (laughs) Come at me, bro. You bet. You bet. (laughs) (laughs) You won't. You won't. Don't touch my hand. Don't you dare. (laughs) Keep my wife's name out your mouth. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, still, La Pascualita stands in the window of the bridal shop, daring those who pass to look just a little closer. So, let's jump into our theories. Oh, okay. This ain't the end. I thought those were all the theories. (laughs) Nope. Obviously, we need to investigate the idea that Chihuahua's most beautiful bride, which is what she's referred to, is actually a corpse. Let's, let's dig into yes, this. Yes, the science. The math yeah. is not mathing. No. From the moment the rumors started about the mannequin's similarity to Chonita, there have been those trying to disprove it, obviously. There's always a good skeptic out there. So, let's talk about dead bodies. <laughs> Emma's favorite thing. Apparently. Bodies decay. Snap me like a glow stick. <laughs> Completely forgot about that. <laughs> Go see the Elvis movie, everybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, I want to see it. I've heard mixed reviews, but I want to see it anyway. So, bodies decay rather quickly. What? (laughs) They decay rather quickly. Oh, shoot. After death. Okay. Yeah. So, meaning if you want to preserve a body in its most lifelike state, you Mm. have to do it within, like, a week or less. No. That's your window. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. To do that... You have to embalm the body with formaldehyde or other embalming fluids and have to do a lot of other things to the exposed soft tissues. I'm not going to get into it because I think it will gross you out. Um, But the process itself, while not difficult, is not meant to last. These things are not meant to keep a body looking good for like 80 years. It's just like you see you can have your coffin open. Exactly. For the record, no. Yeah, same. I mean, we all know we what know. I want to be. We know. We all know. I just... Oh my gosh, what if I don't show up to my birthday party at all and there's just a vase? <laughs> Everyone's like, where's Emma? And I'll go... Pointed, pointed at the vase. <laughs> no, I go, you should listen to our podcast. <laughs> Clearly, you're outing yourself. Yeah. Um, Only the people that get it get, like, the secret to, like, where in the basement you're hiding. You're like, oh, go pay your respects at the wishing well. They're like, the wishing well? And I, like, send them to the laundry room. And you're just, like, <laughs> sitting on top of the dryer, like, sup, bud? Did you bring me a white claw? <laughs> for context, everyone, for my 30th oh, yeah. birthday, I plan on having a funeral for my 20s where everyone has to come in their mourning clothes and they need to bring a eulogy for me, not for anyone, for me. But now I'm like, what do, what do I wear? What do I do? Do I lay on the couch or in the guest room and just sit there and I don't have to participate in the party? No. You know what? Now I'm just going to put a little microphone in the in the vase <laughs> oh that gosh. is me and then a little speaker next to it too so that people can come and like, you know, pay their respects. But I can also like talk like back. like Chris Evans when he was like the, the cap doll in the yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I'm into it. Wow, wow, wow. Well, 
I, yeah, I just, whenever I've, I've only gone to three funerals in my life, um, fortunately. Actually, that's a lie. I've been to four, five, five. <laughs> She's racking them up. No, well, one, I was like three family funerals. Okay, yeah, And yeah. then one of my friends from high school, unfortunately. And then we all got like, we weren't told we had to go, but like, a coworker's father passed away, oh, and yeah. it was like our boss was like, "Are you going?" And we were all like, "I guess, I guess I am now." Yeah. But like, I've never met this man. I'm not close with this particular coworker. She was honestly kind of awful. Like, so we were all yeah. just standing there awkwardly, like I only guess. talking to our work people because we don't know the family. We're just like. We're sorry. Sorry that this happened. But anyway, all that to say, I avoid the casket pretty much yeah. until like, until they're like, all right, the wake is, it's the last pass through. Cause I just am like, this feels weird to me. Who decided, like, I don't need to see my uncle Charlie's face, face. like no. physical form no. to be like, I miss you. Thank you. I love you. He's not there anymore. It's weird. Yeah, he's not there anymore. And then my family. <laughs> my family. We all go to the Italian restaurant afterwards. Like a good Irish Catholic like family good does. Irish Catholics from North Jersey. And then someone inevitably, halfway through the, the like dinner, will turn and be like, you know, I really didn't like what they did with her makeup. Like, they did, <laughs> they did her dirty. And we'll be like, I wasn't going to say it, but now that you mention it, it's just like, like, it kind yeah. of works because, like, I feel like. It releases like, the my tension. My aunt is like, yeah, ha you would have a last laugh on me, like, whatever. Like, She'd probably prefer it that way. She, uh, yeah, like, but I'm just like, that's weird. And, like, then there are, like, little kids and you're like. Yeah, that's not. I just, I'm like, like nah, just find, like, a dope picture of me. You can have several. Just yeah, giant a photos picture of me. wall. Yeah. I mean, so. Everybody gets to take a picture home. Yeah. I mean, I would take all of them home. So. It just. You're going to be the one printing out all the pictures. That's fair. I'll make duplicates. <laughs> I'm entering my spinster era, everybody. So. Emma and Mateo just have to deal with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just here. Auntie Shan. Auntie Shan. Auntie Sean. Or Auntie Shan. Auntie Shan. The vowel sounds don't match. It's and like it Sean me. Bean. Is Sean Bean. Sean Bond. Sean Bond or Sheen Bean. He Sheen has to Bean. pick. Yeah, literally. <laughs> he has to pick. I am Sheen Bean. I am Sheen Bean. Anyway, bodies decay. Yeah, bodies decay. Um, and most funeral directors and morticians have pushed back against the claim that La Pascualita is a beautifully preserved embalmed body. Like, there are examples of embalmings that are meant to last decades, such as with Vladimir Lenin and Chairman Mao, who are embalmed and still displayed. However, each of these bodies is kept under low light, extremely monitored heat conditions, and according to one commenter on the Museum of Hoax website, have the, quote, look of rubber, end quote. <laughs> Disgusting. Why did I just sound like a clown? <laughs> you like, really did, like a little clown. thing. <laughs> Horn. I can't even recreate it. Like, I don't <laughs> no, know how you did it. This is why we need the soundboard of the different sounds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. 
for La Pascualita to look as intact as she does for almost 90 years, it would have had to be either magic or some kind of embalming technique that hasn't been revealed to the outside world yet, mm. since sitting in a window in direct hot Mexican sunlight would melt anyone, especially a corpse. A corpse, yeah. You'd be sweating. You'd be doing more than sweating. I just... Imagine the smell. The fluids. No, thank you. <laughs> the police also got a good look at the mannequin. Oh. You see, it's actually illegal to display a corpse in a place of business as advertisement. Oh. Which oh. feels like something you shouldn't That's have to say. I, again, what happened in your professor's class that that is in the syllabus? Right. Who who broke that? Who did that? Moral morally gray apparently line. Honestly, probably P.T. Barnum. True, actually, there is a traveling corpse that was in multiple shows and haunted houses, and no one knew he was a real corpse. I because it's a like we know exactly who it is and what happened, and there's a huge paper trail. I might do it as like you know an addendum a rule breaker, but it is a really interesting case. Anyway, so yes, that has happened. However, I don't know how this became a law in Mexico. So, but yeah, so the police came to La Popular to inspect the mannequin. They say all that was found was wax and plastic. Nothing that would remotely tell them that this was a real human body embalmed to perfection. But still, some don't believe even the experts. The current owner, when asked about the mannequin, just winks and says, quote, is it true? I really couldn't say, end quote. He has even added a sign on the window that reads La Casa de la Pascualita, or the home of the little Pascuala, which, I mean, it's good for business. Yeah. Why would you ever say, and nah. you, don't, you don't even have to, girls are just walking in being like, I want that dress that she's wearing. Okay. Great. No wonder, your most expensive no dress No wonder in there. they have to change her outfit so frequently. Yeah. So, I mean... That, to me, already explains it as, like, you know, got a weird-looking mannequin, might as well use it. Yeah. Beyond La Pascualita's looks, there is no documentation on the woman Senora Esparza ever existing. Oh. The photos of Chonita being verifiably real, that are comparison photos to mm -hmm. the mannequin, or even a true date on which La Pascualita appeared. So we say it's March 25th, but that's also a feast day. So mm. it's already a huge day in Mexico of, like, celebration. It's I think it's an Ascension Day. It has something to do with the Virgin Mary. But this only adds to her ghost stories and intrigue. And for those who still don't accept that this mannequin is just an extremely lifelike wax doll, it may be due to the phenomenon of the uncanny valley. Because I didn't entirely know what it was, I knew, like, you know, I can point it out, but I didn't know what the explanation was. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you the theory of it. So okay. the theory of the uncanny valley is actually much more complex than I realized. There's even a graph. Oh. But essentially... The uncanny valley is the hypothesized relationship between an object's or image's resemblance to humans and the viewer's emotional response to that object or image. When these things imperfectly resemble humans, it can trigger revulsion or an uneasy response in the viewer. Hmm. 
the valley portion of this phrase refers to the dip in the viewer's fondness of the image or object which only increases with the thing's increase in similarity with the human likeness. So I'll put the graph up on Instagram, but it's essentially it's like it looks like a human mm -hmm. and then it dips into, I think the, um, the lowest dip is like zombie, like for like uncanny valley, like it's still human, but it's not human right. kind of thing. And then it goes all the way up to like things like Sophia the robot um, oh, being yeah. like, it is extreme uncanny valley. Like this is close to human, but not human, but also human looking enough. Like mm -hmm. we're trying like all that. So it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. The graph will be up, but this is why things like Sophia the robot momo if you remember that phenomenon going around on the internet of the like very creepy uh wide mouthed big eyed dark hair oh do you remember that a little bit so that was part of like that uncanny valley situation mm -hmm. um and of course la pasqualita but also like stuffed animals are on this list dolls are on this list renesme from the twilight movie yes oh my gosh <laughs> but all of these give us the feeling that they are just over the line, just towing the line of mm -hmm. okay. Like, mm -hmm. you're okay. Like, they're just towing that line of like, eh, you make me really uncomfortable. Mm. That is La Pascualita, or The Corpse Bride of Chihuahua. Mm -hmm. It is really weird to see her hands. Mm. Um, I think just because they look... Here's my thing. They just look like I guess hands. maybe we don't have a paper trail because it was what, like 1930 something? Yeah, 1930. I, but if you were the manufacturer of that mannequin, I feel like you'd be showing up and being like, yeah, yeah all of I our mannequins that. are incredibly lifelike. Yeah. They're I, awesome. I think, so I did read in one source only, which is why I didn't include it. But I read in one source only that it was like, this mannequin is wax made in France hmm. and sent to Mexico and it was bought from Mexico City and brought to Chihuahua. Hmm. That was like the so-called paper trail that they had going on. Mm -hmm. But I didn't find any like actual evidence of that. It was just this one source and they did not cite their sources at mm. all. So I was like, well, I'm well, not going to believe like she you. Has, like a stamp on her. Right? Like on her like hip or something. Her lower back. <laughs> but like, let me show you what her hands look like. Oh. Because it really is gross looking. I would say that I can understand why people would think the hands were an indicator because they are kind of ugly. Like, like not to hand shame anybody, but they look kind of swollen. They look like they need to moisturize. And the nail beds are really far back. Like, they're receding, yeah. which is something that so happens if, with corpses. Well, and if, yeah, like, so if you were creating a mannequin, why would you not make the hands prettier? So I can understand why people would use that as an excuse yeah. to say that it's the real bride. Yeah, and I mean, the fact that it has, like, wrinkles on it and, like, are you okay? Yeah, I just was cold. Oh. <laughs> Shannon just shivered, and it it, it was, was turned into a man again. <laughs> a very jerky movement. Um, now I want to go and watch that episode of Doctor Who. Yeah, I mean, that is a good episode, though. It is a little, like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's got the... Campy. Campy feel to it, and I really... I think I enjoy that, though. 
I especially with how serious Doctor if, Who. I'm got. sorry if you skipped the ninth Doctor, we can't be friends. I appreciate that Rose fell in love with the ninth Doctor because that means she did not fall in love with David Tennant's face. She fell in love with his two hearts. Yeah. And I'm in my feelings. I do not have time in my schedule to rewatch Doctor Who. I cannot do it. I'm assuming you also read about the the real, the quote-unquote real corpse bride. Oh, don't the worry. The guy who's terrible. We're gonna do... Why? It's solved. It is partially. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I like that you're like, I don't want to listen to it. I don't. <laughs> Literally, like, I'm pretty sure when I listened to the, like, MFM episode about it, I got, like, nauseous. And that doesn't usually happen. Yeah, but it's a, like, that is a weird one. I think it's something... I was like, murder is bad. Like, I don't believe in the death penalty, but maybe we just put you in a rowboat and, like, shove you out to sea. I mean, he wanted to go to the moon, so just send him to the moon. Without an oxygen thing. Yeah. No. Well... But yeah, you're welcome. I, uh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> you say you're welcome. I'm not going to say thank you, uh, because I don't, again, I don't want to encourage this behavior. I mean... But I think because I knew what it was, I wasn't spooked. Yeah, you but weren't But if I spooked. didn't know, I might have been. I, I know I did start it off with, like, it not being a doll, but it being a doll, and you freaked out for a second, and then you realized, which yeah. I appreciated. I was like, wait a minute. I've heard of this. <laughs> I know what's happening. So, y'all, we don't have a mailbag moment. The mailbag is empty. So, your choice is yours. <laughs> you can write your in. Move. <laughs> your move. What if they're all like, oh, thank God, it's like 20 minutes shorter. <laughs> I mean, maybe. But, like, if you, if you want something, if you want us to talk about something in this space, either something that is solved already that you want our thoughts on, well, I don't know why, or if you just, you know, Talk about RuPaul's Drag Race a little bit more, or oh talk about gosh. Scandal. Like, oh, let I, let us know, and I thought that was we can definitely do it. Me. I oh. was like, here are my thoughts on All Star Seven. See, if I were watching it with you, like, I I will sit here and listen to you. I promise. But it's almost I don't more know hilarious engaging. when you don't know what the heck I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm calling it now. Jinx Monsoon's gonna win. Okay. I mean, everyone was impressed with her uh, Judy Garland Judy Garland impression. Snatch so. game. I just, the only thing she's bad at is sewing, and she survived. I mean, nobody's going home this season. Yeah, because it's all But stars. she survived both sewing challenges relatively well. And I have several friends that have referred to Jinx Monsoon as their emotional support drag queen. <laughs> and that's what we need in this world right now. Well, and what makes me happy is that the Babadook um, <laughs> photos Name. that you put up, uh, um, the way that they've lined the Babadook's lips makes it kind of look like Jinx Monsoon. Wow. <laughs> in, her Judy, her. in her Judy Garland, like, get up. Because oh, it's like okay. the big, like, big lip. Like, I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> You're about to be mama shook by your mama look. Are you confused? Go back. Listen, we've got... 87 episodes. Other than this guy. Yeah. And actually more than that, because back before Mailbag Moment, we used to do whole Mailbag episodes, because we had so many thoughts from our beloved listener. 
So yeah, if you're going on a road trip this summer, download some apps. Yeah, listen Hold up. Hold people hostage in your car and make them listen to our podcast while you drive them places. What is... Okay, here's a question. Okay. What is an episode that you think will be widely enjoyable for a road trip of ours? I mean... Titanic. <laughs> Everest. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. And you buy in with me, even though you're like, I don't care about this mountain. But I got so invested. It's so true. I mean, Jeff the Mongoose is and a, is a, a good one. plot twist among plot twists. If you're looking for something spooky, the Dutch Hikers... Yes, that is a good, that is such an in-depth episode, Any too. of Emma's doll episodes. I mean, La, La Isla de las Muñecas, the first, like, Mexico one I did, um, that one was fun purely for how, how scared I got you. <laughs> I mean, the Dybbuk box. Oh, If you want to take it back to the one. OG freak out. Yeah, that one um, was a good that's one. That's my drag queen name. Divic box? No, the OG freak out. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I feel like that one doesn't work. <laughs> no. Uh, what about you? What are your... I mean, mine was going to be Sally House. That one's a fun one if you're into spooky. I think I've blocked that one out. I'm like, I mean, I I'm like was that episode entertaining? I literally couldn't tell you. Yeah. I mean, Jeff the Mongoose, a great one. So good. Um, Georgia and Boynton, that's a fun Boynton. one. Boynton! That is a fun one. He, cause just because he's out there. He is. And then we go on a whole detour into Mount Everest inside it's that inside episode. Inside of that episode. Which, please for the, let the record reflect that alone in my house, no audience, no pod recording equipment anywhere, at my desk at work, sometimes I will slip into the, Ehem! Ehem! I'll just be like, Ehem! For my last email. Ehem! <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, I'm alone in my house going, cheerio, my dude. <laughs> that is who we are. That is, tag yourself, which one are you? Cheerio, my dude. Alright, I was throwing hand gestures around. We I gotta am go. Brad. We gotta go. We gots to go. Also the moon landing. Oh, that For chaotic energy. That one's so much fun. And not spooky. It isn't. It's great. Good times. And, like, hardcore evidence, too. Man. I mean, I would say history would have you believe. Brad, Chad, get out of here. I mean. Gotta bring them back. Really, I'm gonna silence my inner perfectionist and say any episode ah. has its delightful moments. Yes. So, let us know. Let us know. Let us know if you have any episode suggestions, too. We've gotten a Please. handful. Um, <laughs> my next my next episode is going to be a listener suggestion. Um, from a while ago, so sorry. But it will be. That also means I've forgotten, so. Yes, she has no clue. But, yeah. Excited to hear from you. I Stay say, hydrated. Drive safely this summer, wherever you're going. And remember, this podcast doesn't exist. Do the hiccups? No. What's wrong? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> you just, you got, as, you got close to the mic and it looked like you were scared of it for a second. Like you had no. to like back up. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.